Welcome to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hagen, a nutrition coach, entrepreneur, food freedom expert, and forever a recovering disordered eater. I am here to help you own your enoughness, find your very own food freedom, and achieve your health and wellness goals in a way that gives more than it takes. Each week, I will provide you with insight and inspiration surrounding no-nonsense nutrition, mindset, motivation, body image, confidence, and other wellness wisdom. Today's hot topic. I am so glad you're tuning in because this is super controversial, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on the issue. I'll share mine towards the end of today's podcast. But the hot topic for today is macros versus mindfulness. And this is something that I write a lot about on my social media feeds. And I know it's a really interesting topic because it's very polarizing. So we have a category of people that subscribe to counting macronutrients and counting calories, and they believe that this is the one right way. And then we have another cohort of people on the opposite end of the spectrum who subscribe to what we might call mindful or intuitive eating, and they think, you're wrong, this is the one right way. So I wanna dive into this, And let's figure out who's right. But before we do that, I wanna make sure we cover some basics. What the heck are macronutrients? This is something that I feel like as a nutrition coach, we all need to know. How sciencey you choose to get with nutrition is entirely up to you, but at the end of the day, nutrition is a science. And I'm a firm believer in the fact that we should know how food works and how it affects our bodies and what macronutrients are. So macronutrients, basically big nutrients, are the essential nutrients that all of the foods we eat fall into. There are three categories. There are only three categories. There will never be more than three categories. Everything we eat falls into one or several of these categories. So first and foremost, we have carbohydrates, everybody's favorite macronutrients, and these include sugars, starches, and fibers. So hopefully you know by now that carbohydrates are our body's primary source of energy. So they break down into glucose or blood sugar, which our body uses or stores as energy. Pretty cool, right? So things that make up carbohydrates include grains, rice, quinoa, wheat, starchy vegetables, things like lima beans and squashes and things of that nature, beans and lentils, as well as fruit and vegetables. When we talk about carbohydrates, there are two separate kinds of carbohydrates. So we have our simple carbs, which are things that generally aren't as healthy for us. Maybe we're talking about cookies and pretzels and crackers and candy. And then we have complex carbs, which are made up of more than one component and include the things we just talked about. So carbohydrates is a big umbrella where all of these different food categories fall into. 
In addition to carbohydrates, we have fats. And fats are really essential for critical functions that our body does for us, such as hormone production and nutrient absorption, and of course, maintaining our body temperature, which is pretty cool. Now, healthy fats kind of are a tricky category because they're usually sneaky. So while carbohydrates we think of as eating a separate component on our plate or in a snack, fats are sometimes used to cook with or are a component in a dish, not necessarily something extra on your plate, although it could be. Healthy fats include things like oils and butters and dressings, which might be in a dish, but it also includes avocado, nuts, nut butters, cheese, and things of that nature. So, so far we have carbohydrates as macronutrient number one, fats as macronutrient number two, and last but certainly not least, we have macronutrient number three, protein. Proteins are paramount for a lot of important processes that happen in the body, like cell signaling, immune function, and of course, the building of muscle tissue, hormones, and enzymes. So protein, this is definitely a hot topic, not only in the fitness world, but when we're talking about fat loss as well, because protein helps keep us satisfied. So proteins, we think immediately of meat sources, chicken, poultry, fish, steak, and absolutely, those can be great sources of protein. However, eggs, egg whites, tofu, and those beans and lentils we talked about can include some plant-based sources of protein. So if you're someone that chooses not to eat meat or animal products, you can still get your protein. Protein powder, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, just to list a few examples. So these are the three macronutrients and all of the foods we eat fall into one or several of these categories. So the macro counting philosophy, A, helps you figure out, well, what ratio of these macronutrients should I be eating? So yes, calorie needs are important. We have to figure out based on your height, your weight, your gender, and of course your activity level, how much food does your body need and what kind of food, which brings us to that macronutrient ratio. So let's say you're working with a nutrition coach and you're, you're figuring out your macronutrient needs. He or she should first figure out your calorie needs. So how much energy does your body need in order to either maintain your weight, lose or gain, depending on your goal, and what is that total daily caloric intake? From there, we wanna decide your macronutrient breakdown. So how many of those calories should be coming from carbs, fats, and proteins? And what does that ratio look like in terms of your daily diet? Once you know how many calories to consume each day and how those calories should be broken down according to your goals and your individual body type, because I've said this many, many times before, but our bodies are not all the same. And macro counting accounts for this. So if you're working with a great coach, they would never just give you a blanket macro plan and have everybody on the same plan because our bodies respond differently to certain macronutrient ratios. For example, those of us who have ectomorph body types, very lean, 
naturally thin individuals who have an easy time losing weight but a difficult time gaining weight, those body types respond really well to macronutrient ratios with high amounts of carbohydrates. Whereas our friends, the endomorphs, individuals who have a very difficult time losing weight and an easier time gaining weight, those individuals tend to respond best to a higher fat macronutrient ratio. So you get to, through the process of trial and error, find out what macronutrient ratio is best for you and your body, of course, considering your goals, and then you track your food consumption according to this desirable ratio each and every day using maybe an electronic food logging app like MyFitnessPal or something similar. So macro counting does require a lot of attention to detail because while you might be hungry, you want to make sure that that meal, that snack supports your whole daily picture of certain macronutrients. That being said, most of us, let's say you're really, really hungry and you're out and about, we need to find a convenient snack that also tastes really good. It's probably gonna be largely carbohydrate, and if you've already had enough carbohydrates for the day, then you need to choose something that's protein and fat dominant. So you can see how it does require a lot of attention to detail and uh, a lot of tracking. So if you feel like you respond really well to micromanaging your nutrition and tracking and measuring and weighing even certain foods, macro counting might be a great approach for you. I will say it's not a great approach for those of us who struggle with disordered eating, simply because it can become really easy to obsess over the numbers. And by numbers, I mean total daily calories, total number of carbs, proteins, fats each day. And these are numbers that you have to be aware of in order to track your macros. So for those of us who come from disordered eating backgrounds, it might be a slippery slope into something that we try to control excessively. So just kind of my take on it, I have absolutely tried this style of diet and I've found it to be really easy to follow because I'm a type A, I like lists, I love having rules to follow. So I was successful on a macro counting plan, but ultimately, personally, I didn't wanna track and log my food every day for the rest of my life. So it felt like it wasn't exactly what I was looking for and it didn't meet my needs. So that in a nutshell, of course we could go a lot deeper, is macro counting. Can it help you lose weight? Absolutely. Can it help you reach your health goals? Without a doubt. But there's no secret to it, right? Just like any other diet, it has to feel right for you and it has to be something that you're consistent and compliant with in order for it to work. <laughs> no surprise there, right? There are no secrets to fat loss or to optimum health. You've just got to put in the work and keep putting in the work. Macronutrient counting is on one end of the spectrum. Let's talk about the opposite end of the spectrum, which is what I've called more mindful or intuitive based eating. And this kind of rejects the whole diet mentality. So the fact that you have to follow rules or regulations, that there's a right and a wrong way to diet or to eat, Intuitive eating throws this whole notion out the window and instead teaches you how to listen to and honor your hunger and fullness cues. So essentially, 
Think about the last time you were hungry. And when I say hungry, I mean truly hungry. Like your body was giving you physiological symptoms that she needed food. A lot of us can't even remember this feeling. Belly rumbling, maybe a little foggy or lightheaded because we need food and that's our body's way of telling us. But because we often eat by the clock or because something's in front of us and it looks good, we don't actually experience true hunger anymore, which is pretty wild when you think about it. But our body does give us these signs and signals we need to know when to eat and not only when to eat, but when we've had enough. So mindful nutrition focuses less on the numerical value of calories, of macronutrients, and focuses more on learning how to listen and acknowledge whether you're hungry, and is it true hunger, or is it emotional hunger? Are you lonely? Are you sad? Are you stressed? And when are you satisfied? Did you eat to fullness? Are you stuffed? Maybe we can learn how to listen to satiety a little bit better and allow that to help us reach our health and fat loss goals. So essentially, it's allowing you to make peace with food and learning how to listen to what your body needs instead of following a list of food rules or any specific diet dogma. So I actually also really like this component. I think it's really important for us to befriend our bodies and learn how to listen to them. I think sometimes we get caught up in following rules and regulations and we kind of forget to look inward because our body's pretty freaking amazing when you think about it. And it tells us what we need to do in order to be healthy and to reach a really great confident weight or size or body fat percentage. And I think sometimes we bully it and beat it up instead of learning how to befriend it and respect it. So I do love the mindful component of nutrition. And so when we talk about this big debate, like which is best, which one's right, who has the magic secret? My answer to all of that is, why can't we use both? And I know that might be a really unpopular opinion, but here's how I see it. I don't want to spend the rest of my life forever and ever tracking the food I eat in an app like MyFitnessPal or logging it in some food journal. That sounds terrible to me. And while that can help hold me accountable... I've also seen clients manipulate that kind of food logging, right? Like if I really, really, really want that slice of pizza or ice cream sundae, I can just skip lunch and save my calories or save my macronutrients for later. And I don't love that component of the macro counting philosophy. I do, I do think there's benefit to learning how food works and the science behind nutrition. So do I love teaching my one-on-one nutrition coaching clients what protein does for your body and how it's going to help you reach your goals? Absolutely. Do I love talking to my clients about the power of carbohydrates and why they're not something to be feared, but something to be used to help fuel performance and energy? Without a freaking doubt. And the same applies for fats and vegetables and what's the difference between starchy and non-starchy vegetables and hey what does a smart carb versus a simple carb do for my like these are all amazing things to learn and so 
I love the science of nutrition and I always want to make sure my clients know about the food that they're eating and are choosing and making food choices accordingly. I think that's power. On the flip side, I also would hate for you to never reach your fat loss goal because you didn't know how food works in your body and you were eating perhaps more than your body needed and you never learned how to really listen to your hunger and fullness cues. I do love the fact that with mindful and intuitive based eating, there's no external variable that your success rests on. If we take the tracking away, we take the calorie counting away, you can still win and you can maintain all of the progress that you've achieved because you have now learned how to listen to your body. I have taken this approach myself wholeheartedly. So I come from that calorie counting background. I was obsessive about food. I make no secret about that. And I abused it to a detriment. And that wasn't the right approach for me. But at the same time, I didn't want to accept the fact that I could never use those numbers and use nutrition science in my approach to fat loss or weight maintenance or just overall health performance. So I learned how to listen to my body because for a while I didn't, I ignored it. And I think more than anything, knowing what my body is telling me is arguably the most powerful tool I have when it comes to reaching my goals and staying there. And I teach all of my clients the exact same thing. So I want you to know that you can succeed without any other external variable. I never want our success to rest on a specific diet or a specific meal plan or a specific template with your macronutrient ratio. I think that's setting us up for success. So when I'm asked, what do you subscribe to, macros or mindfulness? My answer is always going to be both because I think both arenas have a lot to offer, but at the same time, neither offers me exactly what I want from a nutrition strategy or an approach to food that helps me reach my fat loss goals because I don't think fat loss is a bad thing, especially if it helps us feel our absolute best, perform even better, and reach our optimum level of health. But I want a strategy that not only helps me reach my fat loss goals, but have the confidence to maintain my body composition should I choose to forever and ever and ever. Amen. I don't want fleeting results. And so if that means that pulling away from the numbers a little bit and learning how to incorporate balance and moderation and flexibility and learn how to listen to my body, I want to know that I can trust what my body is telling me and succeed for the rest of my life. So for me, the best approach without a doubt is a combination of science, macronutrients, and learning how to listen to my body and eating mindfully. And most of my clients agree, although I will tell you some clients choose to focus more specifically on the numbers because that's what's best for them. Whereas other clients, we don't track any numbers whatsoever. We track how they feel in their clothes or how their energy level is changing or sleep or period symptoms instead of weight girth measurements, or calories. Because at the end of the day, you have to find the best approach for you and your body. 
And that might not be the same approach that's best for anyone else in your life or the people you follow on Instagram or your neighbor down the street who's raving about this diet or that diet. Please, please, please love yourself and respect your body enough to do some searching and figure out what it is that works best for you and your body. And I promise you that is not a 30-day diet ever. We are talking about a lifelong strategy that helps you to create a life-giving relationship with food that gets you to your goals, but gives more than it takes. And you know that's what I'm all about. So if you're unsure, macros, mindfulness, I don't know, or maybe you feel like a combination of the two is what's best for you, girlfriend, this is what I do. This is exactly what I coach my one-on-one nutrition clients through, helping them to discover for themselves what works and what doesn't for their unique bodies. So if that sounds like what you're looking for, hit me up. I will put my coaching application in the show notes below, but I'd love to hear from you no matter where you decide to reach out, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, leaving a podcast review, you guys mean the world to me. So if I can help direct you to a nutrition philosophy that feels so authentic to you, my mission would be accomplished. (laughs) Seriously, that makes me so happy because I remember, truly, I remember what it feels like to force myself into a nutrition dogma that wasn't authentic to me. And I was really good at it because I like rules, but my body was not being respected throughout the process. So thinking about that time in my life compared to this time in my life, I couldn't be happier. Food is not something I stress over or worry about. I know that no matter where I am or what my goal is right now, be it fat loss, muscle gain, or maintaining where I'm at, I'm confident that I can make a supportive, healthy choice for me, my body, and my goals. And I so desperately want the same thing for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to nutritioncoachingwithnicole.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.